Welcome Guardians, this is Beta Chieftain. I'm here today with Drop Slash. Hello. And we just wanted to do a quick uh, feedback, kind of a reactions little mini-episode uh, to the Sleeper Simulant, which the quest started yesterday and for a lot of people it completed today. So we just wanted to talk a bit about that. And so Drop, what are your initial reactions to the whole Sleeper Simulant quest? Uh, I thought the quest itself was interesting. It's you know, I think there were a lot of people who were concerned that, oh, they're gating content. You know, first we have to pay for things. Now it's time gated. And it was literally like, wait one day. Uh, <laughs> True. Which is, which is pretty standard for, like, if you're familiar with, like, uh, MMOs and that style of game, waiting a day isn't really a big deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think it was that crazy. I mean, I sold the whole thing. Uh, it was fun. And the, I mean, the the weapon itself is absolutely gorgeous. It looks so good. Yeah, and I guess for me, the I, I liked the quest. The missions were kind of fun. My my one disappointment in just being a lore guy is just that there, there's lore there, and we're going to talk about that here in a second, but just the missions themselves, I was really missing kind of you know a ghost dialogue, like with Paradox, right? So we had kind of these side things with Paradox, and we got some additional dialogue and things. And personally, I was kind of hoping that at some point in this quest, there was going to be, you know, just the tiniest bit of ghost dialogue or Rasputin or just something, you know, kind of lore-based that was going to pop up there. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Uh, and then, but like moving forward a bit, it may have been difficult uh, on the, the, de the designers of this particular quest part, just sort of knowing how they were going to roll this out. My guess is that Paradox has probably been in the works for a while because it involves such deep lore with the vanilla content. Yeah. Whereas, I think, when we first heard about the Sleeper Simulant, the very start was like, hey, this is going to be the, the year two Gallarhorn. Uh, so I think they needed to make it a little bit more accessible and they needed to get it up and running very quickly. They didn't probably didn't have enough time, not enough time, but time to really dig deep uh, to pull stuff out of it. Right, and you got you know different priorities, so yeah. it might just not have been the top thing. So yeah, let's talk really quick about. I mean, there is some lore there. It's it's all in text form, but there's a little bit there. And so this quest, it start it really started out a while ago with us collecting these four uh, fusion rifles that we found by killing enemies, you know, out in the world. And I can't remember where I got all mine. Um, I think most of them were on Earth. I don't know if you remember. I but. thought it was one one on each planet. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that... Because it's been a while, you know. I did it within the first week or so, and I, I yeah. can't remember. <laughs> but um, each weapon, what's interesting, so when you turned in those fusion rifles, each one had this label on it. Um, it was Devalin, and then a Roz 30, so basically Rasputin, mm -hmm. and then FR00, and then depending on what number you had found, a number... Um, so I did a little bit of digging and found that, so Devalin was actually a, he was a dwarf that was referred to in Old Norse in the Voluspa uh, epic poetic Eddas. So he was this dwarf who basically forged this magic sword. So so that's where uh, where that came from. Yet, yet another reference to swords it seems to be a recent trend. Yes, and, and now I'm kind of hoping that he pops up again and there's, you know, a sleeper simulant sword. <laughs> or, <something. laughs> 
or something. <laughs> that ricochets off enemies onto other ones. Yeah, you could maybe you could throw it. You know, throw your sword. I don't know, but um, so and what's interesting is when you read the what do I want to call it the flavor text on the prototype rifles, it, it says that there was this this what do I want to call it subroutine this protocol called Devalin Forge, which was basically arm all the people. <laughs> <laughs> And and so basically these these prototype fusion rifles we get, I'm assuming those are what was what the people were given. Um, oh man, no wonder we lost against the darkness. <laughs> right, if they were just given a bunch of prototypes. Everybody has fusion rifles. <laughs> <laughs> True. And um, so yeah, so I thought that was interesting. That's a little bit of lore there. That if you turn them in too quickly, it's hard to go back and you know yeah. and find that because it's not really anywhere. But that is technically what this was it was this subroutine called devalin forge where they would rasputin or whoever worked for him was going to arm all the people with these fusion mm-hmm. rifles as a last resort so yeah and it's interesting too that you know, normally and at sort of a meta level it's easy to track things that you've received like whether you've opened chests or not if you've gotten calcified fragments or you found dead ghosts that data is available to us but for some reason these these four fusion rifle pieces were not. There's no way to track if you've got them or not. Right. I, I being, I'm kind of weird. <laughs> if you, if you ever go on like Xbox DVR and look at my screenshots, I just have the most random screenshots, but they're all like lore based. So every time I'd get one of these weapons and turn it in, I'd take a screenshot so I could remember what it said. Yeah. Most mm-hmm. of, most of my screenshots are the same way. <laughs> yeah. The best gameplay is staring into the sky looking for birds, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it took screenshots of them and a video. There you go. (laughs) So, um, so once we turned all these in, um, it gets a little more interesting once we start the official quest that unlocked yesterday. So, I mean, we go through, we get a kind of a cryptic cipher thing we have to decode. And the most interesting part is eventually you get this Ikelos fusion core and that's really where kind of the rest of the lore drops is just little bits and hints and pieces that are kind of scattered inside that fusion core uh yeah well uh, are you sure that's the most interesting part uh so here's the most (laughs) to to me to me it was here's the most interesting thing that i've noticed uh and this ties back to a tiny piece of lore that has been driving me crazy since it was first introduced in the game uh so once we track this thing down uh we get this transponder and we gotta enter these codes uh, right and the codes are a series of symbols one symbol highly recognizable it is the symbol of rasputin yeah it is the shape of the doors in all his areas, like it is on uh, Pocket Infinity. We see that symbol a lot, so we know it means Rasputin. But there's another symbol there. Uh, That symbol is much less common. Uh, But it sort of... You mentioned this uh, in our second podcast about the presence of Charlemagne, possibly. So now there's a chance that this second symbol could be the symbol of the Charlemagne Warmind. Uh, and as far as I know, that symbol only appears one other place in the game, and that's on uh, the Anomaly map in Crucible. Oh, that's interesting. So I was running around Anomaly, which 
drives me crazy because there's almost no lore that points to what the anomaly is. Right. Just but it, a, a thing that we can't figure out, so we're fighting around it now. Yeah. But if you run around that map, which seems dangerous, but I'm sure Shax, <laughs> Shax is thrilled about that. Yeah. If you run around that map, you will notice both the Rasputin Warmind symbol and this second symbol, which could be Charlemagne. So there's a chance that that was a joint Warmind facility designed to study the anomaly. That's interesting. I'm gonna have to go play, you know, try and play that mission again now. Where, where, where did you see the symbol? Like, where in the mission? Uh, so, well, this is only on that map in Crucible. So right, right. Uh, you'll notice when you run around, it's above a lot of the doors. Okay. And it rings that center area. Uh, both those symbols, both Rasputin and this second symbol. Okay. See, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna die a lot now because <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna be playing some clash map, or clash game, and just be staring at doors, <laughs> and getting sniped. So, but it makes me want to go run around and look for that symbol. Like I definitely, I'm going back to explore Mars, uh, especially through Clovis Bray to see if I can find that symbol uh, again. Uh, yeah. any, Anywhere else in the game. Yeah, that'll be a fun little, little our own little mini quest. So, um, so getting back to the core itself, what's interesting is so on the it's got five things you got to repair. When you look at the top left one, it basically has to do with the Ishtar Academy and the Ishtar Archives. But what it says is Midnight Exigent, or how, I don't know how to pronounce that. I probably just butchered that. But anyway, and then Ikelos Subroutine Hercules, and so I, I looked up. Ex- exigent again butchering it it means pressing or demanding um so basically it's interesting because in a lot of well religious texts and even just nowadays we have you know the doomsday clock and it counts down to midnight mm-hmm. so midnight's always considered you know the extinction event and so basically this is midnight exigent is you know pressing extinction <laughs> yeah. or near extinction and so the ikelos I-, I looked up and that was, it goes by another name of Phobator, and it's basically a Greek personification of dreams, and it's specifically tied to frightening or nightmarish type things. So basically, this was the nightmare scenario subroutine. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was getting executed here. And, and then it says, you know, and the subroutine is Hercules. And I, I don't know a lot about that. Um, well, this is interesting because it's Hercules uh, underscore 11. Uh, and there was a huge uh, post uh, on the Destiny of the Game Reddit that broke down the uh, ten trials of Hercules, uh, and then the possibility that this this underscore eleven represented the eleventh trial, uh, which is a, an amazing tieback to some pretty deep sort of human lore uh, tied into into the game lore itself. So kind of a fascinating reference going on there yeah and that's interesting because so when you actually get the sleeper simulant it let me find exactly what the description is so it, the description on the sleeper simulant is subroutine akelos status complete midnight exigent status still in progress so we're still near extinction but the hercules subroutine was complete and so i'm thinking you know hercules in this case you know, it might just be referring to this kind of demigod weapon, the sleeper mm-hmm. simulant. And what, and I guess now you'd hope that everyone got one of these. You know, all the all the Devalon Forge <laughs> army got a final sleeper simulant, but you know, you don't know. 
That seems that may seem even more dangerous than just getting regular fusion rifles. Those lasers ricocheting everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. And and one other thing to point out is on that again on that Achelos core. There's a warsat section, or the bottom three are all warsats. And it's interesting to note that the warsat for Terra and the warsat for Luna are Rasputin, but the warsat for Mars is Charlemagne. Yes. And so it's it's nice to see him in game. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. And and I guess yeah, I and so I mean that's it. I mean that's really the lore we've got for this. And on the one hand I'm like I'm happy because that is some pretty interesting stuff. And on the other hand, now I'm just like sad because I want to know more about Charlemagne and I want to know more about why Rasputin felt he needed to arm the people and his satellites wouldn't be enough. And like, you know, now I have way more questions than I did even before this. Well, there's also the chance that we're not done with this yet. Uh, and obviously like the, the weapon itself is sort of like the big goal. Hey, like we chased this thing all over the place. We tried really hard. We, we dug deep and found all this lore and all these rumors and all this possibility and theories. Now we have finally have it in our hands. There's a chance that's not the end of the story. Uh, obviously the, the Charlemagne and the Rasputin story is ongoing. Rasputin is a major force in the world of destiny. I'm still trying to figure out why he's so closely tied to the hive, man. They love him. Yes, and they, we know they, they keep breaking into that vault. No matter how many times we clear it out and seal it up, they can't get enough. It's crazy, and we know that by scanning certain things in different missions, we know that uh, Oryx fears Rasputin, fears Rasputin's power. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, man, they they are chasing from the very beginning. They have been chasing the War Mind all over the place. They and the second question is you know after we basically you know uh evicted omnigul from the warmind bunker when we go back in here for this uh for this quest yeah at the very beginning here yeah man how are those taken and hive getting into uh the warmind right and because so omnigul could warp them in and and the taken in theory can be warped in themselves but the Hive Knights, I don't how, know. How are they getting in there? The only So somebody posed an interesting theory that it is Rasputin himself who is letting them in to draw us into Rasputin. Interesting. Uh, which is interesting. And uh, earlier when I went and did this on my one of my second characters, I decided to skip that room and I kept going as if I was going to do the uh, Fallen Saber strike. Yeah. You get all the way to a closed door, but you can hear Fallen behind the door. Uh, they show up on your radar, and you can I can definitely hear the noise of exploder shanks back there. So I'm really now I'm wondering if now that that sort of mission is out there in the wild, could it ever be a daily heroic? And if so, is there more to that story? Yeah, that's interesting. I guess we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> but all right, so I say so we should wrap it up. All right, that was our quick little uh, reactions to. The Sleeper Simulant. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And we look forward to hopefully having more kind of spontaneous, you know, episodes in the future as Bungie keeps revealing these things. Yeah, and hey, folks folks who already have it, get out there with it. Enjoy it. It's a hilariously fun weapon to play with. Awesome. Alright, well, thank you guys and see you later. See ya.